0: What's up, Islanders? This is Bombo, and I'm bringing you my week four must starts and who needs to sit their ass down. I'm going to start at the quarterback position. At the quarterback position for our must starts, I'm going Joe Burrow versus the Titans. Titans have a great run defense, but they're really suspect through the air. I got Joe Burrow get right game coming in week four. I think that he's going to be healthier they're limiting his they're limiting what he does in practice they're letting that calf heal up from what i'm hearing there's no setbacks came out of last week's game against the rams pretty okay if joe burrow is a fraction of what we want joe burrow to be he should torch the titans that also means t higgins and jamar chase are must starts these are guys that shouldn't be leaving your lineup anyway unless king tells you to take him out then you take him out but for now spire up Everything about the Bengals passing game against the Titans, I got Joe Burrow throwing for 350 yards and three touchdowns and a top five fantasy finish. Must start running back for week four, Josh Jacobs versus the Chargers. The Chargers can't stop a nosebleed on the ground. It ain't happening. Josh Jacobs has underperformed for fantasy owners, for the organization, and for Raider fans worldwide, myself included. This is the Josh Jacobs get right spot, blow up spot. Chargers run defense is atrocious year in year out. It's a rivalry game. Last year Jacob started off slow, ended up being the league rushing leader. I think he's going to follow the same path this year. This is where he turns it around. Knock on wood if you hear me. Raider fans like I have Josh Jacobs going for 120 total yards, two touchdowns. At the receiver position, Week 4 must start. Calvin Ridley versus the Falcons, the Calvin Ridley revenge game. It writes itself. He was traded for a pizza to the Jags. They gave up on him. You could make the argument that Atlanta had all they could with Calvin and just decided that it was not worth the headache and shipped him off. The thing is, Calvin really remembers it. All athletes want to torch their former teams. He's been underperforming so far, as the whole Jags offense has. And I think this is where Trevor Lawrence is going to Over target Calvin Ridley. That coaching staff is going to make sure Calvin Ridley puts it on his former team. I think he's going to put it on for the Jags. I think he's going to torch the Falcons in what I see as a potential shootout. Give me Calvin Ridley going for eight catches, 110 yards, and at least one touchdown. Rounding out my must starts at tight end, give me Luke Musgrave versus the Lions. This is what I'm thinking. The Packers are finally going to put on the field their full array of offensive firepower. Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Aaron Jones, and Luke Musgrave. I know that Dobbs had a good game last week. Uh, Jaden Reed has had a good game with Christian Watson out. Christian Watson is back in the lineup. He's going to be playing on Thursday, and he's going to demand that attention from the Lions' very suspect secondary. I think they're going to double Christian Watson, And that's going to leave somebody else that needs to eat. And if you've been paying attention to the Packers games, it's Luke Musgrave that they're sending on those premium routes that lead to really high-quality fantasy touches. I think Luke Musgrave is the secret weapon because he's unaccounted for, hardly any film on him, and he's going to burn any Detroit linebacker. He's going to find soft spots in that zone, and he can take it over the top. Luke Musgrave in week one, dropped two potential 60-yard touchdowns. One was he was overthrown because he tripped over his own foot on his break. And one he got, and then the turf monster got him, and he just fell. So he has the opportunities. He runs the premium routes. I think this is where Luke Musgrave puts himself on the map, similar to what Sam Laporta did last week. Give me Luke Musgrave, five catches, 75 yards, and a touchdown. And for the tight end position, that's pretty good. Now to my must-sits, guys that need to sit their ass down. They don't need to be in your lineup this week. If you have better options, go with the better options. I'm going to start off with C.J. Stroud versus Pittsburgh. I'm a big C.J. Stroud guy. I like what Houston's doing. I think C.J. Stroud has the potential, if not towards the end of this year, going into next year, to be an unquestioned fantasy starter. He has almost 1,000 yards. No picks in his first three games. Throwing touchdowns in every game. He's a gunslinger. He has the green light. He has the keys. He has the faith of the organization to go out there and get it done. They got to see what they have. But this week, they go against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers' pass rush is all-world. Their secondary is here to hit. They're a little suspect at the linebacker position, but the Steelers have a good defense. One of the best defenses in the league. I think this is the game where C.J. Stroud has at least one turnover, whether it be a pick or a fumble. He's got T.J. Watt coming after him, and you know he has a nose for the ball. I think this brings C.J. Stroud back down to earth, but in the end, it'll be a lesson learned and the growing pains that a rookie quarterback has to go through. I just don't like any rookie quarterback going against the top five defense. At the running back position, sit Brees Hall versus KC. Yeah, that's right. Brees Hall, you drafted him as a beast. You drafted him as an RB1. You, we all know the big play potential Brees Hall has. I just don't think he's 100% back from that injury. He's back enough to be in a kind of a funky timeshare with what looks to be a wash Dalvin Cook and a very upset Michael Carter because he's not getting any touches. Right now, they're all splitting carries. This should be Brees Hall's backfield, but it isn't. And they're going against a KC defense that's really improved up front. And coming off of a big win against the Bears where they limit them to nothing on the ground. Reese Hall is a must-sit right now until that backfield pans out. And that backfield isn't going to pan out until there are answers the, at the quarterback position. Zach Wilson ain't it. As long as Zach Wilson's there, they can play a team and that team just stack the box and force them to have to throw to beat them. They're not going to do that. From what we're hearing, the locker room is pretty divided. Defense doesn't want Zach Wilson there. Coach does want Zach Wilson there. Bottom line, if you're a fantasy owner, you don't want no part of Zach Wilson on this team. Any other quarterback would come in and immediately make Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, pretty much those two uh, fantasy relevant again. Until that happens, you don't want Brees Hall in your lineup in a funky timeshare going against a good defense. My must-sit receiver for week four, DeAndre Hopkins going against the Bengals. This is more not a knock on what DeAndre Hopkins can do. This is more on a knock on what the Titans can't do, and that's move the ball through the air efficiently and against a good defense. Bengals held Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell to no touchdowns. Uh, Bengals last week held Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell to no touchdowns against the Rams. They did a good job of keeping everything in front of them, limiting really big plays. I think they do the exact same thing this week because they don't have to work as hard because all they need to worry about is Hopkins, Trey Burks to a certain extent. But at the quarterback position, they just don't have the arm talent to get get it to those guys. I expect a really low scoring affair in that one from Tennessee. I think the Bengals wax them, sit DeAndre Hopkins. If you have other options, start them. There's guys like DJ Moore that I would rather put in that position. Um, Even Josh Palmer from the Chargers is probably going to score more than DeAndre Hopkins this week. And my must-sit at the tight end position, and this is going to be my must-sit until proven otherwise, but this will be the first and only time you hear me throw him out there on my must-sits, it's Kyle Pitts. You drafted him to be a stud tight end. You drafted him to be in that range of Kelsey, Andrews, Waller. That's why you got the guy. He's an all-world talent. He He has all of the physical traits of a beast, and he's just not involved in this offense. This offense loves to run the ball. He's got a really questionable quarterback in Desmond Ritter, and it just doesn't seem like this regime is trying to get Kyle Pitts involved. What we don't want is for them to just say, hey, we're out. We whiffed on this draft pick. There's nothing we can do with him. We just give up altogether. It's leaning in that direction just because I'm seeing Jonu Smith take the field a lot. He doesn't have the huge target share that he did as a rookie, as the only show in town. Now you got Drake London in town. Now you got B. John Robinson. So he's not being littered with targets like he was as a rookie. Now he's just a part of a real suspect offense. And as much as we want him to be a thing, he has proved not to be a thing yet. He's putting up numbers that Noah Fant is putting up. There are guys on the waiver wire that you can stream that'll probably get you the same amount of points that Kyle Pitts is getting you, if not more. But you also run the risk of when you sit Pitts, that's his blow-up game. As a Kyle Pitts owner, listen to me. You're waiting for that blow-up game, and then you're sending him to a very tight end needy team with the hopes of they saw that Kyle Pitts game, they see that stat line, they see his potential, you offer them the deal. They accept and you don't look back. That's what you should do with Kyle Pitts. But what you shouldn't do with Kyle Pitts is keep him in your starting lineup for week four. Keep him off of your starting lineup. Look for a streamer. You're going to get the exact same thing and keep him permanently on the trade block until proven otherwise. As always, if you like the content that we're putting out, like, follow, subscribe. That's Fantasy Island with two eyes. On behalf of R.W. King, Sweet Tea, I'm Bombo. Hit the music.